Ladies and gentlemen, coming to you live from the Communicore Weekly Studios, it's Communicore Weekly! Hey everyone, how's it going? Can can you guys hear us okay? Is everything okay? What, me? Oh, I can hear you fine. You can hear fine? I can hear you fine, Well, provided yeah. that you can hear fine, George, that's that's okay. Oh, it's everybody else. Anyway, so thanks for, for coming to our live from the interweb shows, guy. What's, uh, so how's everyone, how's everyone doing tonight? I don't know, it looks like there's a lot of people in the chat room. Yeah. We should I... ask everybody what they're wearing. Um, George, what are you, what are you wearing? Um, my, uh, Communicore Weekly stuff. What do you mean by Communicore Weekly stuff? I don't know. Jeff sounds like he's in a tin can. I sound like Hooter. What do you mean, guys? Hooter! Is that any better? Is is it any better on my end now? I think it sounds great. I think I sound great. I think I... I (laughs) There's audio. I want to know what the game Changa is saying or listening to. Does he have Changanesia? Changanesia. Well, clearly some of you can hear and some of you cannot hear and i'm not entirely sure what's going out uh going on let me uh let me bring up oh, the, the mixer for a moment uh, i don't hear any echo well that's because we are connected via skype so that uh, makes you just it broke way up. better i broke up with you yeah. yeah well that was the big discussion we were gonna leave it to the end of the show <laughs> but the whole show is a bathroom break yes it is it still says offline has it started Yes, Diz Chick. Oh, she probably can't hear me. I don't care if there's an echo. I'm sorry if there's an echo, guys. I can't do anything about that. I can change my headphones. Yeah, we're doing it live. We're doing it live. Headphones. Okay. Anyway, hi, guys. I apologize that there's an echo. Not much we can do about it at this point. We're just going to forge ahead with the show. Um, If you're listening to the recording uh, later on, uh, yes, limited time magic. That's exactly what this is. Um, listening to the recording, you're probably gonna get no echo. So okay, headphones. that's gonna be great. Um, so it might have been you, George. It might have been me. I don't know. The echo what is a five-legged it? goat. Yes, it, it is. is. It is a five-legged goat. We're gonna start the show by actually going to attempt to call someone on uh, the. Epcot phone booths. I'm not entirely sure if it's going to work, but we're going to give it a shot. So let's give them a call. Here we go, guys. It's calling. If nobody answers, I'm just going to hang up. <laughs> or just let it ring and ring and Oh, it's busy. Guys, it's busy. I guess it's not going to matter. We're clearly not going to be able to do that. There might be another podcast calling the show. If there's another the podcast calling, uh, calling that, I'm going to be upset. Just to make us look bad. Well, we don't need anybody's help making us look bad. Clearly, we're doing a good enough job as it is by ourselves. <laughs> I can't believe it's busy. <laughs> Uh-oh. I'm going to call one more. phone's off the hook. <laughs> See if it's actually going to work. Well, we have like, what, three different numbers, right? Yeah, but none of them work. See? Forget it. Ooh. The evil Master Yi. Actually, that's Dr. Master Yi. 
I think is what he's got to be called. Ah, uh, fine. Let's just let's just go into the history sequence, George. What do you, what do you say about that? Uh, unless you want to try, oh, Kevin Ye WW is not evil. He's not. Not evil. Oh. Okay. Well, I guess we will blame Kevin. Let's go with the history. Here we go. It's time for Disney history. So, since this is our first like real live show, we, you know, our first real live one was for people in Epcot and Norway, but. You guys weren't there. Well, some of you were, but not everyone. But since this is our first real live one for everybody on the internet, we figured we should probably talk about Norway, which is where our original live show was. So let's talk a little about Norway. Um, the original idea was to create a Scandinavian pavilion that would showcase elements of Norway and Denmark and Sweden. And as negotiations with these various uh, countries progressed, it was uh, the corporate investors in Norway who eventually came up with the $30 million required to sponsor and build the World Showcase Pavilion, thus securing Norway an exclusive place. And as part of the deal, Disney would also contribute one-third of the construction costs. So the sea has always played an important part in Norway's history. So that was what Imagineers wanted to focus on. And the uh, 58,000 square foot pavilion is designed to look like a coastal village, representing the communities of Bergen, Oslo, Elsand, and the <clears throat> Sedestal Valley, which uh, were all used as an inspiration. The focal point of the Norway pavilion is the Stave Church, and the Disney version is based on the Gol Stave Church in Norway, dating back to 1212. That's a long time ago. This is a very the, long uh, time wood, ago. Good thing we ago. have a TARDIS to yes, visit it in. So. I love the next. Uh, Olaf II, king and patron saint of Norway, is who the wooden statue out front of the stave church is uh, is of. Uh, so Olaf, uh, last name Haraldson, because he was the son of Harald, hence the last name Haraldson, uh, he took part in a lot of the Viking raids throughout Europe, and during his travels abroad, he actually converted to Christianity. Um, when he returned to Norway in 1015, he actually proclaimed himself the king, and he unified the country, and forcefully, that means beat people into submission, uh, completed Norway's conversion to Christianity. And in around 1028, uh, an angry Norwegian nobleman uh, rallied around Nut the, the Great, who was the king of Denmark and England, and they forced Olaf II from the throne and exiled him. And then two years later, Olaf II was killed in battle when uh, attempting to regain the Norway throne. So today, St. Olaf is regarded as this patron saint of Norway and the symbol of national independence, even though he got his, uh, his butt handed to him. I love the term angry Norwegian nobleman. Angry Norwegian uh, Something about nobleman. that just speaks to me. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> if, we, if we head inside the Stave Church, there are a number of displays uh, about Norwegian history, one of which features King Olaf dressed in traditional garb. There's also a map that chronicles the exploration routes of the Vikings. Another display showcases a model of the Oseberg, a well-preserved Viking ship discovered in a large burial mound in 1904. Wow, they buried ships? That's impressive. Uh, the actual ship can be seen in the opening sequence of the Spirit of Norway film after Maelstrom, if, if you actually hang around actually to, to saw watch the movie. It. Yeah. I don't even know the last time I actually saw that film. Uh, 1997 for me. Eh, probably. So, the uh, the actual backdrop of the Norway Pavilion is uh, the, the Akersis Fortress, or castle. I definitely said that wrong. I apologize. Asker um, Shush. Asker I can Shush. say that because I'm a librarian. Oh, there you I go. know how to say that. Thank you for saying Asker it correctly. Shush. 
so, Packer shoes. Actually. <laughs> like the actual on your feet, Jeff. I don't. I don't wear that shoes. on my feet. They should be a sponsor. Like for us, I guess. Oh, okay. Wait, we'll hang on. People are saying they're buffering. You guys still buffering? Why are people buffering? I don't know. Shouldn't they be keeping up with us? You guys can continue to buffer if you want. It still says we we got perfect streaming. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, it's I'm going to keep going. So, the the Akrasus Fortress, the real version today, is actually the offices for the Norwegian um, Ministry of Defense. But at Epcot, if you look really closely of the wall of the fortress, you'll actually find a lot of decorative pieces of iron embedded into the uh, masonry. Uh, these are actually placed there for construction purposes, and they they serve the same purpose as buttresses, <laughs> buttresses, um, <laughs> oh, to, sorry. to make sure the wall didn't collapse under its own weight. And these iron pieces did the same, but for a lot less money. And the, the military importance of the fortress is shown by the gun turrets seen in the walls and on top of the structure. And several of these openings, uh, they are facing China, and they have been closed off with bricks since then. Um, and they go into a lot more theming, a bit more, to, to modernize the, uh, the building, since they would obviously no longer be using them to shoot out of anymore. <laughs> I mean, would they be shooting at the people in China? If, if that would probably start another war, so it's probably not the best idea for them incident, to do that. I guess. Wow. Okay. And uh, there, there is a stage that's used for daily live entertainment, even though nobody ever sees it used for anything. Nobody. Besides the Norwegian story of Christmas. It's about the only time they use it for anything. There's also the uh, Akershus Royal Banquet Hall, which has an intricately carved wood beam ceiling and arched windows that they give the main dining room a, a very church-like uh, ambiance. And the second dining room is enclosed by whitewashed stone and is very reminiscent of an ancient castle chamber, while the third actually feels like a cozy inn or a cottage. It's also currently the home to one of the popular character meals. With Disney the, princesses. With Disney princesses from Norway. Norway. How many Nor Disney princesses are from Norway? I don't think any of them. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. That's another history segment. We'll, th we'll figure it out some other time. So when it actually came uh, time to build the attraction from Norway, there was a bit of an impasse. Uh, the Imagineers really wanted to ex explore the realm of fantasy and adventure, you know, always big, always adventure, by uh, they wanted to showcase the trolls and the history of the Vikings, while the investors wanted to show that Norway was a modern industrial country. So Maelstrom was kind of designed with uh, a compromise in mind, and that may be part of the reason why it feels very disjointed, but uh, then again, a maelstrom is a very powerful whirlpool, so uh, and it's known to pull ships under the water and leave a mishmash of random stuff in its wake, so it's, it's possible. It probably fits. <laughs> Maybe not. Oh, anyways, so, so during really peak times, and especially because it's only one of two rides, quote-unquote, in World Showcase, the line for Maelstrom can reach up to 90 minutes or more, so it's, it's a real shame that the queue is so boring. So boring. You mean, you mean was, it's, was how boring effect. is it? It is so boring. I don't know, just boring. Anyways, so there isn't really much to it. And until you get to the loading dock where there's a large mural that depicts Norwegian life, you know, both historical and modern, that you can really see anything. 
Now, uh, the boats that you actually ride in, they were designed to look like the famous Eric, uh, Eric the Red, the Viking boats, who, uh, something that he may have used, um, with the prow used to resemble the head of a dragon. And this was a common symbol used on, uh, Viking vessels, and one that often instilled fear into anyone that saw one coming toward the village. Except for the one with Peach Dragon on the front. Wait, there's one with Peach Dragon on the front? Yeah. No, I mean like a regular Viking boat with Peach Dragon. That wouldn't be too scary. Oh, oh yeah, I'd be down with that. Yeah, it'd be fun. Anyways, so the ride itself um, isn't that bad. That's an official Communicore Weekly. Uh, it could be comment, worse. We'll put it that way. I'm it not could sure be what worse. we could say about it. Oh, speaking of worse, what happened to Hooter? Ah, there we go. Okay. I just want people to see what it says. Okay, because they were asking. So so we, we both agree the ride isn't that bad, even though it's all over the place. You know, you travel up a waterfall, the Norse god Odin speaks to us and says probably one of uh, our favorite lines in all of Epcot. And of course, everybody can repeat this with me. You are not the first to pass this way, nor shall you be the last. Uh, those who seek the spirit of Norway face peril and adventure, but will more often find beauty and charm and a very boring movie. Always big always adventure. From there, the ride takes you past scenes from a Viking village depicting their normal everyday life rather than the bloody conquests that we generally know them for. Because, you know, that probably would have been a much more exciting ride, but it's not very Disney-like. So... Eh, that's okay. We'll wait for the update for them to kill Vikings and everything <laughs> on the ride. So... After after you go through the Viking village, you travel right into troll country uh, because these creatures were originated in Norse and uh, Scandinavian mythology. Now, for those of you who don't know, I'm sure you do, but trolls are supernatural beings who dwell in isolated mountains and forests and rocks and caves and sometimes Disney message boards. Um, huh? 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 Uh -huh. Disney message boards? See what I did there, guys? Trolls? Just kidding. Uh -huh. Most of you. Oh, anyway. Um, they live in family units and are rarely, rarely friendly. And I noticed George wrote in my notes, trolls are Disney message board trolls. <laughs> Could be well, yeah, did, You know, do Disney message board trolls live in family units? I'm sure and are they, they do. friendly? They are rarely friendly. No, but they live in family units. Okay. So one of the very first trolls you encounter on the ride is one of the three-headed variety, but not five-legged. Well, we and don't know. Well, he could be, yeah. We don't actually see his, his legs, so it's possible. But they send you back, back over the falls. And after traveling backward to escape trolls and polar bears, you come to the edge of another waterfall, but this time you head back in the right direction, plunging you down 28 feet and apparently centuries right into the future. And you land right into the North Sea. Lightning flashes as you pass by a modern-day offshore oil rig because apparently it was much cheaper to reproduce one of those as opposed to an authentic Viking era offshore oil rig. Huh? Viking era offshore oil rig? Oh man, these people aren't laughing. JK, just go. Alright, anyway, so eventually you wind up in a picturesque village with seagulls squawking in the distance. Uh, this is also where you get off the ride. So if you wander around the village a bit, you'll see some signs on the various buildings. These companies were all part of the original sponsors for the attraction before their contract ex expired. So it's a hidden five-legged goat within the history segment. Brom. George can actually make Inception jokes now because he finally saw the movie, so that works out pretty well. It does. And we're talking about what? Miss Inception? Mi mi yes, exactly. The, the conception, Miss the making of me? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> so... Unlike most attractions where a film is usually shown first to act as a sort of pre-show, Maelstrom shows the film after the attraction, which 
at this point, t terrible idea. Um, this allowed Imagineers to really continue the story of modern Norway, but unfortunately it didn't really work as it planned. Because um, if you happened to get off the boat just as the next film was starting, you would be trapped in the village until the film was done and before you can go in. And most people waiting at that point would just hurry on out to continue their day or drinking around the world. So nowadays the doors are actually left open so people can uh, come and go as they please and not have to be stuck in that little Norwegian prison for six minutes. Um, and there was talk, uh, not that long ago, maybe a year or two, of them finally updating the film since it's pretty outdated, but uh, that has since died down. We haven't heard anything else about it. Norwegian prison. I wonder what Norwegian yeah, prison is. It's nicely like. appointed, like from IKEA, I guess. They have they yeah. have little directions on how to get into your cell and yeah, exactly. Well, which Swedish. is it? Which is which is a good way. Oh, that is. Oops, sorry. JK. Keep going. Our Scandinavian countries here. So uh, this leads us <laughs> right into what happens afterwards. You know, what kind of Disney World attraction would it be if it didn't dump you right into a gift shop? Yay. It'd be a terrible okay. Disney World attraction. It'd be a terrible Disney World attraction. Nothing like Disneyland. Anyway, so Puffin's Roost is actually a collection of smaller shops, each one selling a different assortment of gifts, such as extremely expensive perfume, Disney message board troll dolls, and the $600 Norwegiana, I always love saying that word that quickly, sweaters, $600 sweaters that are all the rage in the 100 degree plus Florida sun. Uh, and contrary to popular belief, the exterior of the Puffins Roost was modeled after structures in Bergen, Norway, not Bergen, New Jersey. And I live close to Bergen, New Jersey, so I know that for a fact. So next to the Puffins Roast is the Kringla Bakery Og Cafe. And as you can probably tell by my butchering of the name, this is a bakery and a cafe. Um, it's also the same location that we both bought that bottled water from <laughs> before the live show in Epcot. And fun fact, the bottled water came in bottles that looked like shampoos, and in fact, it tasted <laughs> just like shampoo as well. And it yeah, was but after being gross. in 100 degree October weather for some weird reason, even shampoo water is better than no water. Than no water at all. Yeah, that's But not true. better than beer. No, beer would probably have been better at that point. But anyway. So the anyway. exteriors of that building were actually modeled after structures found in the uh, this the Stitsdal Valley. Um, there's actually sod roofs that were once part uh, uh, once common in Norway, and that's why there's grass on the roof now. Uh, the sod is actually placed on the structure, and then birch bark is laid across the roof as a watertight element. And the main purpose of that is for the sod to hold the birch bark in place. And the sod is a, a really good insulator, and the heavy weight helps stabilize the structure; doesn't fall apart. Of course, we didn't mention the school bread. How well, could we have not talked about the school bread? Because then we would talk about the school bread forever. It's delicious. Yeah, it's so good. It's so good. It's a real reason to go to the Norway Pavilion. Exactly. Exactly. Unless Communicore Weekly is going to be there live. Um, anyway, so near the cafe and its nearby seating area is a statue of Greta Waits. She was a Norwegian marathon runner who won the nine New York City marathons between 1978 and 1988, more so than any other runner in history. She also won a silver medal at the 1984 Summer Olympics in LA and a gold medal at the 1983 World Championships uh, at World Championships in Athletics in Helsinki. Greta passed away last year on April 29th, uh, excuse me, April 19th, 2011 at the age of 57. 
Now, at one time, there was actually a recreation of a Viking ship that served as a children's playground, and unfortunately, due to safety concerns, the ship was demolished in uh, 2008. Um, but there's actually still a piece of it by the restrooms. Um, also, the Norway Pavilion was the very last nation to be added to the World Showcase, and its soft opening occurred on May 6, 1988, and the official debut was two months later on July 5th. Okay, the, the Crown Prince Harold, with two A's, Harold V., we'll call him Harold V, uh, attended the ceremony, and the festivities were broadcast live to Norway, much like this is today being broadcast live to Norway. If, if anyone from Norway is listening. If anyone from Norway is listening to it. Anyways, by uh, 1992, the Norwegian investors had sold their interests off to Disney, and the Norwegian government decided to continue the sponsorship and signed a five-year agreement with Disney where they had to pay $200,000 every year for annual dues. Uh, wow, so maybe Mice Chat could sponsor a pavilion. Possibly. Huh, we'll need to talk to Dusty about this. Anyways, <laughs> so the contract was renewed for another five years in 1997, but in 2002, it was allowed to lapse. Now Disney is solely responsible for the pavilion. So we can basically blame them for everything that's wrong with it now, right? I think so. I guess so. I think we have. Well, that's true. We have We have did that. All right. Are you ready for your, your book of the week there, George? Sure. Hang this on. Is the, this is the extended 30-minute book of the week version? Yeah, it's something like that. I'm going to play you in. Hang on a second. Here we go. He's a nerd. He's a geek. Because we all like to hear him speak. So listen up to the words from his speech. It's George's book of the week. There you go. You're played in, George. Go ahead. Oh, so we had the intro. Awesome. So the book for this week uh, is, is one that we could use a little bit of audience precipitation or precipitation or something like that. Um, so I'm going to have to ask Jeff to keep an eye on the chat room, if possible. But the uh, I, I want to see how well this book holds up with a bunch of Disney trivia people in the audience. Okay, so... <laughs> what are you laughing at? I should not be looking at the screen. Don't don't look at, at, the, at the screen. I'm I don't sorry. Know what you're about. So the book for this week is Disney A to Z: The Official Encyclopedia by Dave Smith. Yes, the Dave Smith that founded the Walt Disney Archives in 1971, who is my personal hero because he's a librarian and he's awesome and have my dream job. But that's something completely. Well, he different. doesn't have your dream job anymore. Oh, that's true. Well, no, who would like to be, uh, you know, emeritus director of the archives? That means you get a great parking space, you come and do whatever you want to, and you don't have to do any work. That's a fair point. I guess That's so. Anyways, so the, the official encyclopedia, Disney A to Z, this is the, they've had three editions. Uh, the first one was published in 96, with an updated edition in 1998, and there were over 6,500 entries, and it covers everything from the animated shorts uh, live-action films, television shows, company personnel, and, of course, theme park information. Yay. Uh, it's one of my most trusted resources and one that's always within quick reach, especially when I'm writing all those amazing articles at micechat.com. Huh? Especially huh? like the one today, huh? Didn't didn't huh? Dusty say he'd give us a nickel every time we said Mice Chat? What are you, what are you talking about, Mice Chat? What? Anyway, so, yeah, because Mice Chat's an awesome website. So, um... Uh, sadly, the book is a, uh, it's not perfect, and I found some small errors in it, but overall, it is an essential purchase for anyone that's researching or, or writing about the company or any aspect of the company. And this book is huge. It's bigger than the Harry Potter books. It's bigger than the Lord of the Ring books. It's massive. So 
I uh, just flipped open to any random page and we found Davy Crockett's Pioneer Mercantile, Frontierland Shop in Disneyland, name change from Davy Crockett Frontier Arcade in 1987. So if anybody's got something they want me to look up, I will be happy to look it up as a trivia. This is how I'm extending the segment. Oh, I see. Eh? So you're you're eh? going to you're going to ask them to Yeah. Let's I mean see. it even has look it has the Joy Luck Club in here. The Joy Luck some Club. Some kind of what? movie. Huh? What? Huh? What? Some kind of movie? I don't know. That's ah, actually in the Mickey's, book. I didn't know that. Mickey Starland. Area near Fantasyland in the Magic Kingdom Park at Walt Disney World opened on May 26, 1990, taking the place of Mickey's Birthday Land after the conclusion of the 60th birthday celebrations. Became Mickey's Toontown Fair in 1996. So it is full of amazing and incredible information. Although I don't, I bet it doesn't have mice chat in here. I should look at uh, mice not chat. Yet, at least. I'm sure it will Let me eventually, see. though. Mice chat. Oh my gosh, micechat.com. Evil website. Oh, well, no, I won't read the rest of that. Never mind. Hey, guys. Come Just on. kidding. Just kidding. So, uh, but it's a fantastic book. Clocks in at 763 pages. And really, every Disney nerd, including Colby, needs to have a copy of this. If he doesn't already have three of them. And you don't have to get the first two, just get the third edition as well. Can can I can I jump in for a second? Oh, please, please jump just in. Just for one second. And I'm not going to talk about the book. I'm talking about I am paying attention to the chat. Thank you very much. Mr. Oh, you are? Mr. D. Blight, who's yelling at me in the chat. I can see it. Don't think I can't see you talking. We're paying attention. We have a show well, to do, even if I'm echoey. Well, it's just the Dark Side Disney. He's being childish. It's not I Dark Side swear. Disney. No way. <laughs> yes, yes, Nikki. If you look up Communicore Weekly, it does say the greatest online show. Um, <laughs> that actually is a really, really good point. So if, if you guys in the chat are actually losing the audio in and out, it is probably on the, the live stream, and I know they're a little wonky sometimes, so I apologize for that. Uh, so if you miss anything really important... It's 10 o'clock Walt Disney World time where we are. Yes, it is. is there's oh, the yeah. So to finish up the segment, I'll take Nikki's suggestion and look at the uh, entry for Communicore. It says the two primary buildings known as Communicore East and Communicore West in Future World at Epcot, radiating out from Spaceship Earth and containing a variety of exhibits, displays, shops, and restaurants. In July 1994, it became Interventions. So there we go. This book is awesome. The official Disney, uh, the official encyclopedia, Disney A to Z, third edition by Dave Smith. Buy 20 copies of it at least. Well, I mean, that's probably a lot for shipping. So maybe 10. Okay, that's a good idea. And, and course, also buy, buy other Disney books as well. Yes, I'm not going to mention any names. It's kind of a cute story now that you bring it up. Okay, fine. We'll say that. All right. Which so did win the 2012 Imagine Earning Award for Best Book of the Year. It did? Oh, my it gosh. It did. It did. From one of the best Disney publishers around, Bamboo Forest. Heck yes. Publishing. Heck yes. Yes. Of course, I said that because Leonard promised me a dollar every time I said it. <laughs> so. <laughs> so we've talked about MiceChat.com. And bamboo forest. You're getting a publishing. lot of sponsors in there. That's what that's, that's a dollar doing. and a, that's a dollar oh five I just made right there. There you go. Bam, Good that's job. bank. Good that job. That is bank. <clears throat> right there. Do you wanna do you wanna move on to the announcements? Yes, yes, we've got some special announcements. Um yes, let, actually I have I'm gonna play the news flash thing. Hang on, here we go. Oh, okay, okay. Well, then you have to tell me when to go. And we won't plug anybody's book. 
Splash. We can't wait to tell you. I love that thing. We never use that thing enough. I know you can't hear it, George, but it's great. I can't wait to tell you. Yeah, that's the that one. one. Okay, that's the one. Contrary to popular belief, with the conclave that is going on right now, Jeff is not pregnant. No, I'm not. People were worried about that. We saw that on the message boards. People were very, very, very scared. But he is not pregnant. Sorry to disappoint you. Let's talk about the 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 first one first, though. That I think is pretty exciting. Well, it shouldn't we? It's live super show awesome major announcements. Oh yeah, that's how it's I wrote like it in our a, in our a thing. great anime show. Yeah. Live Super Show Awesome Major Announcements. <laughs> you have yes, Martina eyes. is saying in the chat, thank God I'm not I'm not pregnant. Good. Sorry, no 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 babies, I'm not pregnant. Neither is Martina, so there you go. That that's good. So here's here's a cool thing, guys. Um I'm actually gonna play this little promo that we have first, and that's part of the announcements. So let so me I have to let be me quiet play. again. You gotta be quiet again, sorry. Here <gasps> here we go. This is from the Community Core Weekly Orchestra. They recorded this announcement for you. Here we go. Hi there. Do you enjoy Communicore Weekly? Do you want to enjoy it more? Well, look no further than the Season 1 soundtrack. All music and no talkie. More Steve and Andy and less squawky squawky. Can, can we stop now? There's so many birds. There's, there's so many birds! Help! Where did that duck come from? Help! Help! I have no idea what they were thinking when they recorded that. But yes, as they said, the season one soundtrack to the Communicore Weekly is now available for sale. Um, we had a little snafu when, when it was being a uploaded. Little? A little. Okay, sorry. <laughs> a big one. The thing is, Five-Legged Goat was not actually on the soundtrack for some reason, so you can actually download that for free on our website. But the rest is all on there. Um, lots of great stuff from Season 1. All, all the theme variations, all the, the segment things, um, a couple of things from Season 2. Um, the Norway commercials on there. There's a there's a lot of really cool stuff on there. Um, the kicker is, um, you can go to CommunicoreWeekly.com and go to the store and you can buy it there. There's two different uh, prices for it. We can't figure out why. You well, can get yeah, we can because iTunes weird. Yeah, iTunes is weird. iTunes is uh, it's it's available on iTunes for a dollar ninety nine, or you can go to CDBaby.com. And they have it for 99 cents, so mm -hmm. you can you, you know don't don't bother looking it up. It'll it'll take too long. Just go to communicorewithly.com, click on the store button, and you can go right there to, to the music, and you can download it there. Um, it's it's well, is it 19 tracks? Uh, I believe it is 19 tracks, and they're all separate. Some of them are eight seconds long, and some of them are the longer one minute segments. But you can use these for ringtones, for text notifications. Um, we're excited about it because this will help feed the hungry, starving Communicore Weekly Orchestra. Yeah, those guys are, they are need hungry. Your they need your help. They need some food. So, aren't you supposed to play the Sarah McLachlan song? Oh, I don't. I don't have it. The one about the dogs that are crying because they need you to buy the our iTunes music. Oh. No. 
I don't have it. Um, Josh okay. Taylor, if you want to pay $100 for it, you can send me a check, um, and I will gladly accept it. Thank you. Oh, PD Foodie is hitting the hay. Is that what they do in South Carolina? Perhaps it is. Perhaps. Perhaps it is. <laughs> CD Baby, what did an A-track and a record get it on? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, commuterquilkey.com slash store. It's all there. Check it out. Okay, here is the other big announcement. We don't have a, a cool thing for this, but this, <laughs> that works. You could do that too. Thanks, George. I, I don't we even know what that early was. Time travel. Early Why time travel. Why is somebody saying delay check? We need to check our delay? I, I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so here here's my big announcement. It's mostly about me. Um, oh, it affects George, too. Um, I am actually going to be moving to California what? in May. I know, George. You're very surprised. No. You, <laughs> had, you had no idea that that was going to happen. Um, Martina's going to miss you desperately. I know. Sorry, Martina. Um, wow. But yeah, I'm, I'm heading out to California in May. Um, we are starting a new life out there. We'll be close to Disneyland. Shut up, Leonard. I hate you. Just saw what you wrote in the in the chat. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh my god. Um, <laughs> he's still going, man. Shut up, Leonard. <laughs> shut up, Leonard. But yes, <laughs> we 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 are moving out to California in May. Um, it's a big... Okay, April. Sorry, Martina. We're going to get there in May. We're leaving the East Coast in April. We're going to get there in May. So, it's uh, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a good time. And we're we're very, very excited. So, mm -hmm. um, when you guys are out at Disneyland, come say hello. And that'll be fun. But it's in other news, Dusty Sage and Fishbulb are moving to the East Coast. It's going to be so weird that we're going to be on the opposite coast now. <laughs> they can't be on the same side of the coast. They hate no, no, me. No. So, Not quite yet. It, what, what does it mean for Communicore Weekly? Not much. Um, we're probably going to have a different schedule of recording shows than mm -hmm. we do now. Um, yes, I will be in SoCal. Um, it's it's going to be very warm there compared to it is now where where I am in Jersey now. But um Communicore Weekly is still going to go on. We're not going to to quit. Our schedule will be a little different, but um it's uh we're going to carry on just on opposite coasts. Yeah. So it should be fun. Should be fun. Uh, I would assume there might be some more Disneyland segments. Yes. That, I mean that is a, a complaint that we we get from people that we don't cover Disneyland okay. enough. We're still Walt Disney World fans at heart. Yes, absolutely. That's We're not going to forget about my, my roots no, at Walt Disney no. World, so um, that's going to be fun. I'm excited. And George yeah. will have a place to stay when he comes out. <laughs> that's what I'm really excited about. Have you told Martina yet? Uh, yeah. Yeah, she okay. knows. She's okay with that? Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, somebody has to drive out there. It's oh, going to be her. Point. That's a good point. Yeah, I have to... So, I'll have to be wear that little black hat and that little outfit. Um, you're going you're gonna to hold the the sign up yeah wait, wait humbuck humbucker humbuck humbucker humbuck the question that shall never be asked <laughs> never be asked at all um no i am not actually taking the oregon trail um i wish i was though we actually do plan on Martina's hitting it's caught dysentery oh my god no no <laughs> um 
we, we're gonna hit Marceline, Missouri. Um, that's one of the stops that I told Martina we have to stop at along the way. Yep. So expect expect some live uh, video broadcasts from there and when we do get there. You guys are hitting Greensboro, right? It's kind of out of the way, George. Ah, Just kind of, kind of out of the way. Uh oh, Hooters privates are on display. Hooter, Hooter, Hooter. We should interview Michael Jackson. Oh no, can't do that. Sorry, too late. Too, too soon. Too soon. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> but yeah, that's the big news, guys. That's the big news. And and on and smaller news, we are in discussion with having a Communicore Weekly major event next May. Not this upcoming May, but May 2014. Is that right? Uh, yes. This is 2013, May 20. We'll get more details are coming up, but you guys are the first ones to hear about it. It's going to be a full week-long event focused in uh, the Los Angeles area. And we'll have more of that coming out Ho Hopefully within the next couple of months we'll be, uh, yeah. we'll be talking about that. It, it, will be, it will be limited to about 30 people? I think 30, 40 people will be the limit, yeah. but hopefully um, it'll, it'll be a good time. And, you know... It'll be a nice family event. Yep. Yes. Yes. So we're excited. Yep. So more information will be coming. And it's the Communicore Weekly 2014 event, which which will coincide probably for the week before the MiceChat.com Gumball Rally. Yes, which, which I will actually be out there for this year, by the way, yep. in case you, you know if get there are that. still tickets by any chance. I think there the are still tickets rally? for that. So, um, if, if you are on the West Coast, feel free to join the MiceChat.com Gumball Rally. I'm not competing because, you know, we'll be driving the week before and I will probably die. Um, therefore, we are just going to hang out and watch everybody run around like idiots. I mean, like competitors. Like competitor? Yes. Competitors? Competitors. Or something like that? Mm-hmm. So, yes, we're pretty sure that the, uh, the uh, Gumball Rally still has tickets because we haven't seen anything else pop up from Dusty Sage unless he got I think he left. went to sleep. He probably went to sleep. He probably went to sleep. Sorry that you're old, like Dusty. So, Gary, so yeah, I'm not avoiding the question. I'll answer you later. Stop asking me. <laughs> <laughs> eh, these people are absolutely crazy. Ah, uh, gad. Alright. Uh, do you want to okay. jump into the next segment? Yes, yes. Hang on, let Go me play us in on this one. Sometimes it's a one. Sometimes it's a two. When you gotta go, what you gonna do? It's a bathroom break. <sighs> So, the most expensive bathrooms in the history of Walt Disney World has finally opened. Yes. And I saw pictures. I didn't see them yet, but they look pretty, pretty no, good. I mean, we didn't get invited to the media event for the opening of the bathrooms. I heard that Rapunzel flew over the Tangled Tower... Yep. But only for the mommy bloggers. Only for the mommy bloggers with her hair flowing in the back room. So anyways, obviously we're talking about the new bathrooms that are in Fantasyland. The new tangled ones, sort of in between It's a Small World and the backside of the mansion. The backside of the mansion, yeah. I Something guess. like that. So, uh, but apparently these are pretty exciting and pretty awesome because the men's room has uh, frying pans and wanted posters uh, with a pardon for Flynn type poster and and he's got a new nose even. 
Yeah, he they they managed to get his nose right. They put a new nose over it. I think that's a nice little detail. Um, <laughs> Let's hope so. <laughs> and apparently the ladies' room, not that we've been in it, we've seen pictures, but it's <laughs> a lot of artsy stuff and designs and Rapunzel's paintings and a lot of her uh, her art supplies are in there. So that's yep. that's kind of cool. Yep, and there's even uh, Pasquale. Like a hidden Pasquale's in the area. I think as there's like well. 15 of them hidden all around yep, the bathroom all over the area. Place. Yep, and Maximus. Not in, not in the bathroom. Oh, no, no, outside, like in the fences and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Because that'd be weird if it was in exactly. the bathroom. Uh, no. Uh oh. Audio out. Hang on, guys. Let's give me a second. <laughs> oh. Can you hear us now, guys? Are you serious? <laughs> Good. I think some people can hear us. Some people can't. Listen, the planter means it works mostly. <laughs> what do you want from me? Anyway, where were we? I forgot where we well, were. Well, apparently we were doing the bathrooms and live stream said, no, you're not live stream. No, you're not going to live stream the bathrooms. Oh, kind of man. Okay, fine. So anyways, we were talking about the new tangled restrooms and we won't go into the gigantic repartee that we had before. Um, but the uh, the new Tangle bathrooms are massive. Uh, probably the most expensive restrooms built on property, I believe, at this point in time. But they're not um, they're they're not an attraction. They're just restrooms. Exactly, but they're important restrooms. So the men's room has frying pans and wanted posters, with a pardon poster for Flynn, as well as a new nose for Flynn. Because that's pretty darn important. I think they heard that part already. I'm just going to skip ahead oh, good, to, good, okay, to the good, five-legged good. goats part of that of Well, that no, but section. the one thing we got to mention, though, is the um, that there's charging stations. Yes, there's four charging stations. So out of the entire Magic Kingdom, there's four charging stations for you to use, and, guys. And somebody just posted that the charging station eats babies. What? I saw it. I'm gonna ignore that one. Should we? Should we ignore it? I'm gonna ignore oh, it. I'm we're gonna, gonna ignore, ignore it. it. Okay. Okay. Well, it comes from a pretty reputable source, from what I understand. <laughs> no, we don't think you can charge your phone on the toilet because the charging stations are outside, unless you've got a really, 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 really long cord. Or, you know what? Never mind. I'm not gonna finish that. Um, there's a couple of five-legged goats in the area. Uh, Maximus, the horse, his horse prints are actually embedded into the ground, along with a apple core in the in the pavement. Which is a nod to Steve Jobs? Yes. <laughs> we'll yeah, just pretend We'll go that. with that. <laughs> and apparently there are some wanted signs of some of the folks from the inn uh, on the way to the bathroom, some of those great characters that Rapunzel meets. Yes, and there's also a Flynn satchel is hanging from a balcony um, yep. from... Out, right outside the bathroom. So I thought that's, that's pretty do, do, cool. Do we know what's in the satchel? Uh, no. It's no. a purse. It's not a purse. <laughs> it's a satchel. So do, like, we, do we need to do a moment of silence because your favorite uh, Prince bathrooms yes. are going to disappear? The Prince bathrooms, are they, are they already closed? Um, I don't know. I don't uh, know. They're going to be closed very soon from what I understand. My Prince bathroom started the obsession with bathrooms back in 1994. And oh... Somebody said they RDF four four four. They are closed today. Closed but not demolished. If there's a wall think, up, that doesn't mean they're closed. They need to yeah, planters. There's some planters. There, so I think know. they're holding it up for me to do a special ceremony. That's okay. A moment of silence. A moment of silence so. for for the planters. Yes, for the planters. All right, let's let's move on, shall we? Please do. Here we go. 
Sometimes you might see it, sometimes you don't. Hey, look, what's that? It's a five-legged goat. Yay, five-legged goat time. Oh, is it that time? It's that time. Awesome. So this one actually ties back into Norway again. The Norway Pavilion. The Norway Pavilion. So when they're performing Illuminations Reflection of Earth, uh, the landmark of every country around Epcot, um, it's illuminated. However, uh, even though the Norwegian Stave Church in uh, Norway is the landmark, it's one of the two landmarks that doesn't actually light up during the show. And that's actually because Norway is directly across the lagoon from the Morocco Pavilion. And for religious reasons, uh, the Moroccan landmark is prohibited from having any kind of lighting attached. So in order to keep it entirely symmetrical, they just said, eh, we won't light up Norway. So no Norway. Yep. So don't walk around Norway during illuminations or you might trip and fall. That is a tip from Cuminicore Weekly. Open your eyes, basically, is what we're saying. To all of you. Yes. From there. Yes. Um, to answer in the chat, we're talking about Norway an awful lot. We already talked about Communicore. Go back a couple of episodes, man. <laughs> we talked all about Communicore. Actually, our, our one-year anniversary show, we talked about Communicore. We did. That's true. So That's true. I don't know what you're talking about. Anyways. Anyways. So we've reached the end of our monumental first Live from the Interwebs show. Now, now talk about weekly. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Uh, Thank you, Dark Side Disney. Yes. No. Okay, so we'll do the actual outro, and then we will stop recording, and then we'll continue to interact in the chat room if you guys want. Probably not, because we seem to be losing people rapidly because of all the problems we've had. <laughs> that's okay. But that's okay. Uh, it's fine. Yes, we'll so, have the adult portion of Communicore Weekly. It's called Communicore Weekly Nights. Nights. So we'll do that. So let's just get the outro out of the way. Yes. So we'll be here. Pay attention afterwards. So, okay. So thank you guys so much for watching, listening, and typing your oh-so-witty comments. Yes, and for, for sticking with us. Which was fantastic. Yes. Uh, be sure to leave us a comment. Nice ones, please. And uh, rate us on iTunes. Yes. Because for those of you that are listening to this live, it will be posted on iTunes so you can relive it over and over and you can tell people you were there however I will fix it so it's not messed up therefore everyone <laughs> who listens to it later on it'll be like oh this was a great show yeah so at this time everybody should know our email address you can send us great stuff including new tangled bathroom photos and the wall outside of the prince bathrooms please send us those uh, at communicorweekly at gmail.com you can also like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Weekly. And follow us at any time or all the time on Twitter. I'm at Imaginerding and he's at Jeff Heimbuck. And for Jeff... Oh, wait. Sorry, George. Go ahead. Oh, that's okay. You're going to step on my line? I was, but that's fine. Fine. I will do my line. No, you should. I guess I have to or the show will never end. Yes. Okay, so for Jeff Heimbuck, I'm George Taylor. And for George Taylor, I'm Jeff Heimbuck. Thanks so much for listening to us mess up and butcher an entire live show. <laughs> we'll see you next time on Communicore Weekly, the greatest online show. Iron. <laughs>